Oh, look how much room there is on the card. Listener, look. Wow. Hey, can you see how much room there is? We dumped the whole card because today hours. we have Dan Reba on the podcast. Yes! Dan Reba on the podcast. It's episode 50, baby. That is pretty cool. <laughs> it is pretty both cool. Are, both are cool Both points. are cool things. They're both cool things. Dan Reba's a thing. The episode's a thing. We're things. We're, we're, we're... We are yappy dudes. We're yappy dudes. I was thinking this whole time that we have been prepping for Dan Reba to come on the podcast and he's going to hear us say things like yappy dudes and what? No, we're not going to do that. I, what, he's going to, we're going to be saying all the inside jokes and be like, okay, so Dan, let me explain. To you. <laughs> okay, we can ever. try to keep him to a minimum though. I think we should absolutely ask him if the episode is more books or hip hop uh, without asking questions. No explanation. Yeah, well, cause we don't have one explanation. <laughs> <laughs> And just like wait for him to say either books or hip hop, and we just don't say a word until then. <laughs> I just stare at him. What does it mean? We're just locked eyes. With him. What do you Dan guys? <laughs> Welcome back to Jump on the Bat Wagon, everyone. Everyone, I tried you. to do the thing every time, and Brian just says the whole title. So I figured this time I would say the whole title. Do it. Welcome back to Jump on the Bat Wagon. Nice. And you say, unbat after. This is the show where we watch through the entire DC animated universe from start to, to finish, finish in, in the, the controversial, controversial air date order. order. To experience the shows the way human... Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. To experience the, the show the, the way, way humans human being experienced them in the, the far gone days of the 1990s. I am Brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> Brian here has only seen 49 episodes of the DCAU so Wee. far. It's going to be harder to track when we're in like Superman episode three, but I have to think of it as episode 90 something of the podcast. Math. Yeah. Uh, I'm. That's no good. That's not going to work at all. Dog. Dog click clack. Click clack doggy dog. Click clack doggy dog. That's the name of the dog now. <laughs> Canon to the podcast. All right, Rose Dog, you've been renamed Click Clack <laughs> Click, Doggy, Click, Doggy Dog. <laughs> Much better name. We recommend that you watch today's DCAU episode before listening to this podcast to get the full experience out of our discussion. And please, if you send in mail or leave a comment, do not spoil anything past this episode for Brian. Yeah. Because he doesn't know what's going to happen. Today we are watching Zatanna, which your prediction... Last episode was that this was a new supervillain. Yes. Uh, and they were going to, what was it? They started with a Z. That was their gimmick or something. Capital Z. <laughs> yeah. Names, yeah. Names start with capital letters. That's true. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> man, they sure do, man. That's what I love about names. They start with capital letters. This aired Tuesday, February 2nd. 1993. I wrote 2003 for some reason. That's very wrong. No skipped days. No skipped days. No skipped days. That's what threw me off. I was like, there, there has to be skipped days. It must have been 10 years later. <laughs> uh, 4.30 p.m. on Fox. This is the 54th episode produced and the 50th to air. Oh, I thought you were going to say 54th. I nope. don't know why. I wish that it lined up Despite like the that. fact that it was a 50th episode, I thought it was going to be like, oh, <laughs> come on, 54th. Uh, we just skipped three episodes for no, no reason. Four episodes. I see Matt. Don't make me do math. Right, writer Paul Dini again. Paul Dini, the Dean Man Eni. 
Dan Reba's going to listen back to this. Don't do stupid stuff. We got to be we got to be in our A game today. Jamie, this is our A game. Yeah, right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> directed by Dick Sebast. Are you going to say it the proper way? Sebast. You got to be on your A game. And Dan Reba. Dan Reba. Do you have a Dan Reba button? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it can be the clap. The applause. Yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll press it. Uh, Dick Sebast, formerly directed Feet of Clay, Part mm. 1, The Cat in the Claw, Part 2, Fear of Victory, Dreams in Darkness, Moon of the Wolf, and What is Reality? And this is Dan Reba's directorial debut. I was wondering. But he was a character designer on Heart of Ice, Feet of Clay, Part 1 and 2, and It's Never Too Late. Mm. Those are his previous credits. Sweet. But of course, as we know, if the, if the listener doesn't know, Dan Reba will go on to be uh, wait, a wait, wait. part of every show. What? Spoilers. Okay. You knew this. Okay, I knew this. <laughs> <laughs> Director, character designer, storyboard, artist, etc. On all the shows all, right? except, except the Zeta Project. <laughs> what is the Zeta Project? I don't even know. That's why I don't know because he wasn't involved with it. That's right. That's why I don't this know. This is the Dan Reba podcast. This is music by Peter Tomashek, the podcast. Oh, we, uh, uh, who he was just, the mechanic. Yeah, the he mechanic. did music the mechanic. And Narita Tyson Chu. It's hyphenated. Tyson Chu. I've never. It's like a new candy bar. <laughs> don't, don't uh, only BTS credit. <laughs> But they also wrote the music for Fern Gully 2. Oh, oh. yeah. <gasps> oh, wait. <laughs> I like how the, the last episode had, like, Hellraiser 3 uh, that, or whatever. There this, was some really interesting... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something, like, a bunch of sequels. And then yeah. this continues the trend of just <laughs> Fern Gully 2. But I had to check, like, oh, were they just in the music department? Like, no, they were, like, the composer for Fern Gully 2, which I guess is kind of cool, but... I mean, that's awesome. I've never composed I've anything. That. I don't, I've never seen Fern Gully 2. No, me either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I saw Fern Gully. An animation by Dong Yang for like the fourth episode in a row. No, that's not true. We had Sunrise last episode. You're right. And it was awesome. Third, we had three episodes of... Dong Yang. No. Yeah, we had Laughing Fish, mm-hmm. and then the other two, <laughs> Harley and Ivy and the, the Mechanic. mechanic. Yeah. And then now we have, uh, again, with Layout by Spectrum. Okay. Okay. I feel like I know what to expect visually. Yeah. And we're going to get into it with Dan. I, apologies in advance to the listener. Maybe apologies. Maybe you want to listen to a lot of it. But I was going to say, I'm sure this episode will be longer than usual because we got <laughs> Dan Reba. And Dan Reba like to talk. We like to talk to Dan Reba. It's going to be gonna some happen. talking. Are you pre- prepare your ears for a listening? Prepare your listens for ears. That there could not be a stronger way for us to go out. So let's go watch that episode. <laughs> Here we go. Oh wait, no. We we decided dozens of episodes ago to do this. Here we go. Here we go. And Arnold is the name of the couch. Oh wow, that was dozens of episodes ago. I thought you'd be finishing the tour with us. I'm leaving for Japan tomorrow. There's still a lot I have to learn. Boy, that's you. One big serious schoolboy. No time in your life for fun or magic. Here, pick a card. I'll tell your future. Hmm, I see emotion, intensity, two of hearts. Joker. Oh, it's a dumb trick anyway. Look, I don't know the future, but I know I'll see you again someday, Zana. You're the only one who ever calls me Zana. 
I really hate it. No goodbye hug? See? It's not so bad. I'll write you. No, you won't. I promise. You can't. I locked your hands to the wall. <laughs> what? Looks like someone's missing their plane tomorrow. But hey, if you're any kind of escape artist, you'd be out of those cuffs and through the door by now. <gasps> now you see him. Now you don't. My great, 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 great grandfather came over from Ireland as a McNeely. Oh. And that was at a time, it was 1908, I think, when they landed. And it was a time when, like, Irish people weren't super well regarded in New York. So he changed it to Moneyly, which sounded more Italian as the family lore goes. <laughs> and I found, like, second and third cousins who were all Moneylys because that just wasn't a, a name seemingly until then. Right. So, like, there's a pretty high probability that there is some relation, but I don't know it. <laughs> right. To, to uh, the artist. To the artist. Yeah. 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 Huh. No, you should you should you should look his stuff <laughs> up because it's really yeah. it's really cool because it's some like ancestry he, stuff. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. When they when, if you look at like like in the '60s, they were doing a lot of reprint books with stuff from the '50s and and the '70s too with the monster stuff. But um, <clears throat> it, it, so whenever they reprinted like Black Knight stories, the ones from the from the '50s, um, that those are all Manili and, um, <laughs> and and like yeah. So so yeah, it's it's. It's pretty cool. That's, that's pretty, awesome. That's pretty funny to like. I don't think I've ever I've heard of Joe Manili, but I've never made that connection. Hey, well, it's funny he didn't do a lot of superhero stuff. Yeah, that was the funny thing. I think I think when they brought Captain America back in the fifties, um, they got Romita to do those stories. Mm -hmm. But at the very first issue, I think the splash panel was by Manili. Okay. So it's a little different take on it. It's really kind of Every cool time you say that, I'm like, he's right here. <laughs> I know. You did this. It was you. There can only be one. <laughs> so I guess I'll introduce you to Brian Manila. Uh, hey, Dan. <laughs> Brian. The live one. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Currently not hit by a train or whatever. Yeah, It's my greatest pride. Yeah. He, uh, we, Brian and I met at a job a few years ago where we were both in the marketing department in a very soul-sucking environment, and we kind of gleaned onto each other as, like, the only rays of light in this environment. <laughs> and uh, we both discovered we have, like, photography hobbies and things like that. Uh, we're, I mean, of course, because you were the photographer and I was a videographer. Uh, Brian has helped me film uh, my Virality movie. Oh, cool. Uh, he's the main cameraman on that. And then uh, we just we did this start, started this podcast because I'm hanging out with them all the time anyway, and <laughs> I figured like you've never seen any of these shows, so this is Brian's first time through any of these episodes. Wow! Uh, I, I, for whatever reason, like I was big, like I said, I was big into Marvel. I love the X Men cartoons in the 1990s, and like mm -hmm. all the video games, everything associated with it, and DC somehow slipped by me. <laughs> I, I that, that happens to people. There, there. Uh, when I was growing up, there were people that were like either Marvel people or DC people. And and I remember like a friend of mine was dating somebody who was totally into the the um, the Legion of Superheroes and Teen Titans and stuff, the old stuff, not even like player. And then and he's like, oh, well, you should look at this X Men thing. And she's like, what? What? What's that from this company, Marvel? What? What? What company? What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, nowadays that seems so foreign to say. Yeah. Well, everyone has like the Marvel Cinematic Universe exposure now. Well, yeah, and right. un- it's unfortunate because I think a lot of my like a lot of my older family members, the word Marvel is synonymous with just like superhero movie. So if like a new Batman movie comes out, they're like, "Have you seen the new Marvel movie?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Oh, the Batman." <laughs> like, no, let me explain, please. <laughs> and it's that's not just funny. a monopoly. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It's becoming a, a monopoly slowly. slowly, but not quite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Thanks, we won't well, get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't. Well, <laughs> yeah, can of worms. Oh my goodness! What? And then uh, what was the other thing? And then the Scooby movie. That, that's yeah. the heartbreaking thing. Yeah. Uh, because and and ironically, the person who wrote this episode that you had to watch today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's his birthday today, Paul Dini. Oh shit! Hey. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And and he uh, he he was one of the writers on that Scooby movie. Yeah, that got, that yeah. got yanked. Yeah. Well, well, that being said, do we want to do? Yeah, we should do probably. I guess we have to yeah. talk about yeah. Zatanna at some point. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, well, so, okay. <laughs> okay. So, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You we, first. We have we've had these pre this chat conversations, uh, Dan and I about like, Oh yeah, it's the 50th episode. It's your first directorial. It's your directorial debut. We gotta, we gotta get you on. It's going to be a big deal. And then you're like, Oh, I'm just so sorry that it's this episode. I hate this. It's bad. Blah, blah, blah. And like, I, so I was expecting just now when we watched it, like, okay, I got to look at like Brian. Cause I have been worried that Brian would be worried to say bad things about the episode with oh, you goodness. here. No. But that apparently that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> not that's, at all. But that's also not, not who I am. I'm not really good at masking my feelings on things. Oh, oh that's okay. So like, yeah, I, get it. I, I don't get know. It. Like I would, yeah, I'd probably try to be more polite, but the reality, <laughs> the reality is, and we'll get into this. I actually liked the episode. It wasn't bad. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's, no, that's no, nice. You know what? Here's the deal. Uh, the voices are great. Uh, Zatanna is adorable when those shots where she's well drawn. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> yeah. idea of, of, of Bruce Wayne's past is really charming and fun. You know, so there's so many cool things. You know, Michael York as Montague Kane is really mm-hmm. a great performance. There's a lot of really cool things. It's just that now looking at it through older eyes and oh, knowing sure. like how we progressed in terms of yeah. stylistically, you know, I'm looking. I'm looking all at just all the paint flashes and bad well, camera mistakes. But that's, that's going to be a thing, right? <laughs> and and as you grow as an artist, you're going to have yeah. these things that you, you like, you're like, oh, I do this better and better and better. And you look back at the beginning, you say, oh, that's yeah. terrible. But this is the well, first time I've seen this. And I thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. You're <laughs> <laughs> like so proud and I, happy. You know? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm delighted that you're entertained. So that's, that's good. That's because that's, that's the bottom line is, did it entertain? And I, I have an interesting comparison I'd like to ask, I think, later on. Yeah. And I want you, because okay. we have, I don't know if you've heard the podcast before, we've got a, well, James here has got like a, a list of things that we kind of go through in yes. our order. Okay, so I think talking about it is a little bit later on. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's, talk let's, about, let's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah let, let me, let me, I'm a guest, you can okay. show. I'll say up top is, because Brian hasn't seen, these are his first time going through all the episodes, it's like, anything post Zatanna is is not to be spoken of <laughs> we no do not spoilers. we do not spoil anything for Brian ever so if if it if it comes up and you got to 
you gotta pre-think your sentences. <laughs> okay. I, I, what I, think, good, good idea. What, what I'll do is, is I will just say an upcoming show, blah blah. Sure, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I won't, I won't name it. I'll just say I was doing this, this, and preparing. Because I kind of figure it will be hard for both. It's always hard for me, me to do that too, where I'm always just like, no, Brian, I know no. you didn't like this thing, but I promise it gets better. I promise. <laughs> We're halfway through B test now, and I'm still going. I promise it gets better. <laughs> well, I can't talk about the past, but. I can yes. talk about the past. Yes. yes. Okay. Because <laughs> that, that, there, there was a lot of overlap where I'm working on one thing while two other things are happening. Yeah, you know, before and so. Well, that's something yeah. that we talk about a lot too. Is the the air date versus the production order? Mm-hmm. Yes, and that yes. also must. I imagine for you specifically, the timeline must be a little harder to follow because of that. Yeah, I mean, it was also thirty yeah, years I mean, ago. <laughs> okay, fair. Well, yeah, that too. But but I, you know, but it is weird because one episode that's coming up. Um, <laughs> I I don't believe it's aired yet, but it's 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 one of the later ones, and and it it. It was actually like listed as fifteen because right. that was the script. Yeah, we have not gotten to that yet, but yeah. Yeah, so I won't. No, it's not. I'm not even seen it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, that that specific episode has made me wonder sometimes when I'm reading like, okay, this was the whatever episode produced and the whatever to air. If if like even some of those are slightly wrong because of a similar situation, but I figure it's never as big of a gap as right. that one is so yeah. at least on the hbo max airings they <laughs> seem to be in error date mm-hmm. order to some degree yeah um so so that at least you know that that's correct well and know. we've kind of just been following along trying to mentally track like if this was the chronological order by air date is anything messed up and so far the like the only thing that's been, been weird a couple small things yeah there's been a couple weird like no, no, so basically, we've we've not noticed anything major in terms of like, say, the Riddler is at the table and almost got him, and then we're introduced to the Riddler later or something like that. Yeah, there hasn't been anything yeah, like see. that. But there, we've been keeping an eye out for like, okay, so far, if I'm a child of the '90s watching this show as it airs on Fox Kids, this is so far it's working right. out okay. So right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. right. But the first thing that we do is Brian tells us what happened in the episode yes, in yes. his own give words. Give us a synopsis. And then I read the official Warner Brothers okay. synopsis. Well, now I feel pressure because I'm terrible <laughs> at these anyway. You only have oh, Dan okay. Reba here to listen. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no like, and I just I just watched it one and a half times because I saw it like on Friday and cried and cried. Oh. And then I just watched and then I watched it again, going. Eh. <laughs> we, we just watched uh, the man who killed Batman right before this, and all, we both were like almost tearing up at the Joker's loss of Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't get to talk about a, a much better episode, but anyway, <laughs> I know. Right? But okay, I'll tell you Let's one thing about that episode because layouts were an issue mm. on that one. Because Bruce was directing that. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the first episodes he had to go over layouts. Because this previous episode was laid out overseas. Oh, so then okay. he got to see the stuff that the directors were complaining about. And then, and I hadn't really started. I was just like, I'm, I'm given a desk. Here's a storyboard that's not done yet. Yeah. And then and then here here's layouts for an episode that already aired. So I can talk. Right? <laughs> uh, uh, what is reality, right? That, uh, the the oh, yeah. show. Mm-hmm. That, so that that was previous, but I, the, the layouts were on my desk for that. So I'm doing two things at once, trying to fix a board and finish a board for this show. And oh. that was my, 
So, so there yeah, was, I'm there sure was like, I do want to get into the, there must be a good story behind you taking over for on Zatanna, but mm-hmm. I, but yeah, t- what happens? What happened though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in this show that we haven't seen yet? <laughs> okay. So the show opens with, dear God, what does it even open on? Magic. That's right. Bruce and uh, Alfred are sitting in the audience watching Zatanna. Yeah, yeah, interchangeable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, what, some it, say Zatanna. I think it's Zatanna, Zatanna in the episode. I've said Zatanna my whole life, but who knows? I've, I'll go with whatever. <laughs> it's Paul Dini's birthday. You can call him up and ask him. Get Paul Dini on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't... She's always been Zatanna, and then Zatanna. for some reason, we, 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 yeah. I guess it sounded more like, it, it's like interesting and foreign if it's Zatanna. It's you know, all, it sounds, to me, it's, it's always like, made sense that it's like Anna, a girl's name, and then yeah. Yeah. like a spicy magician version of that name is exactly. Zatanna. To be fair, I do know an A-N-N-A that goes by Anna. Mm. That's wrong. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say. What is she doing, though? She's but I, in, but I, I think <laughs> it's, it's like, I don't think... Z- z- you say Zatanna, right? Uh-huh. But her father is who? How does his father? Oh yeah, Z- Zatara. Name? I guess it's not Zatara. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. Say, I'm gonna say so Zatanna then. Okay. Yes. All right. So, yeah, Bruce, it's a, but that's also her right. last name. So his, her dad's John, Dan. <laughs> what a cool name he had, John. Anyway. All right. So Bruce and Alfred are at Zatanna's magical performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's doing all this really rapid fire, super crazy magical stuff. And, uh, she comes to like a kind of finale thing where she's going to disappear a bank with $10 million in it. And she disappears the bank. Everyone goes, Ooh, ah, and then she reappears the bank, but the $10 million is gone. And Oh no, their cops show up. A cop car drives onto the stage stage. (laughs) from, I don't know where, but cop car on the stage. And then, um, she gets arrested, and Bruce says, oh no, this is bad, I, I'm going to fix this. Batman's up, the, as she's being transported to the jail, he decides to bust in through the top of the, the cop car paddy wagon thing. With its, like, back to the future door. It's got, <laughs> it's got a hinge. It's got, a, it's got a, a hinge on top in case anybody wants extra ventilation or yeah. whatever. And uh, <laughs> Batman steals her away and is like, we're going to solve this, come into the Batmobile with me. She's concerned she's a fugitive. She's absolutely a fugitive, but I think <laughs> Batman is convinced that he's going to solve everything. She's Harrison Ford. She, <laughs> plot twist. She's Harrison Ford. Uh, okay, let's see. The next step is solving the crime. They go back to where she disappeared, the uh, the bank, and they find all sorts of clues, nearly escape getting caught again there's a hologram on a mirror and a bigger mirror and a hologram there's it was a little bit we just watched the mechanic and there was just a constant slew of techno babble that didn't make any sense of <laughs> i feel what, like this was followable i guess but it was a little bit just like oh yeah just there was a hologram okay <laughs> well it's like the whole thing was a mirror but the money was a hologram okay that was my understanding sure Anyway, uh, so then... It's a traditional hologram made via mirrors. Yeah, sure. A phantasm, if you will. I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. We fast forward. Um, they uh, Zatanna and Batman show up at the dudes whose name I can't remember. 
Montague Kane. There you go. Montague Kane's mansion. It's a trap. They get out of the trap. They find out that he's definitely on an airplane. They somehow yeah, get on the Batman airplane. Why would Batman know that? <laughs> I, I'm guessing because of all the airplane pictures around the office. <laughs> yeah, but which one and where? The one that the camera zoomed in on, east. obviously. They went east. <laughs> they went east. So they show up on the airplane. Um, uh, they 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 get the baddie. There's a cool battle on an airplane wing, and uh, presumably Batman lands the plane. Everybody goes home and has ice cream. The end. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Good job. Good job. Hey, See your applause button. That was, that was actually button. an easier one to sum up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to read the, uh, this is the, like, official synopsis from Warner Brothers at the time. We've been reading these every episode, and a lot of them are just, here's the entire episode. Like, they don't, they just give away everything that happens. (laughs) So this one, uh, this one's pretty short. I don't think you need to get the guitar. For the longer ones, Brian's got the guitar off the wall and played some (laughs) background (laughs) strumming, but... When the glamorous magician Zatanna Zatanna whatever Zatana. is framed for a robbery during her act, Batman swings to her defense. Zatanna's Anna is <laughs> grateful through, though a little puzzled by the Dark Knight's commitment to prove her innocence. And we learn in flashback that ear young Bruce Wayne met see I R nice. ear young Bruce Wayne met the then teenaged Zatanna. When, when he was working as an assistant to her magician father, Zatara. The two heroes <laughs> unite and use the skills Zatara taught them to expose and combat an evil illusionist. I don't think that's true. He was just a guy that said, your magic's not real. Well, no, they mentioned that he yeah. was he was always stealing other oh, other ma- okay, magicians' okay. work. So I'd say it makes him evil. And Zatanna is cleared of the crime. She and Batman share a fond but wistful farewell. Oh, which she finds out. I I glossed over the whole mm-hmm. love interest as like teenagers thing, and then they reconnect, and she realizes it's him at the end. Yeah, and leaves a love note. Yeah, you, you didn't say the flashback. At I all, forgot. <laughs> I didn't forget about it. I just forgot to. I kind of forgot. So you so, yeah. so you liked the episode. I liked the episode, and wow. something the, the <laughs> wow, biggest so sure. the biggest impression, <laughs> and something that apparently you didn't know, which also kind of surprises me. It felt like a Bond film to me. Yes. Well, yes. I. I mean, I. Wait, is like, that like an actual inspiration? Uh, to some degree, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was like a Bond villain. You know, there was there was a whole bunch of like you know that that being thrown off the plane kind of thing and the cargo net thing was very reminiscent mm-hmm. of other things that had happened. That in was Bond the films moment and, where you said and, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of leading up to it, I had these thoughts and had these thoughts, and then by by the and, plane and, fight, I was like, this yeah. is like a Bond film. Yeah, yeah, and there and there is a lot of overlap with Batman in terms of like getting out of traps and this and that that Bond's mm-hmm. always getting out of traps and stuff like Batman does. So yeah, th- there is some of that, but but uh, yeah, yeah, there, there's a little bit of that. Sure. And oh, that's Basil so cool. Exposition voiced Montague Kane, so we have the Austin yes. Powers connection. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, I I I don't know. I it was it was weird because I was expecting from our conversations, Dan, to not like this episode. I was thinking like I don't remember disliking this episode, but I guess there it must have just been really bad. But I think I can see like we talked about what you're talking about in terms of as a as a setting the bar for a Dong Yang episode, a Dan Reba episode, etc., a Paul Dini episode. This doesn't really meet <laughs> the criteria. <laughs> and on top of it all, looking at the credits, I saw that Spectrum did the layouts. And Spectrum mm-hmm. is usually like 
when they do the layouts for Don Yang's show, it usually yeah. means that it, it it's elevated. It, it's like spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 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 main animators that did on leather wings. Yeah, which is my number one episode. <laughs> Brian, Brian never understands. Can you yeah, please I, defend I on Leather Wings? On Leather Wings is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Man, it's it's just weird to be talking to two people that have the wrong opinions. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I mean, they did other shows too, but it's like that was like the one yeah. that kind of like you know it just shows off what what phenomenal animators they are. Yeah. And then they became a layout house when when they kind of went under, and and um, their very good animators became like the chief layout artists for Don Yang. And so episodes that they were t- attached to are generally better. I suspect somehow that that Don Yang like went to a cheaper place to do the ink mm. and paint or something because there's some mistakes that paint mistakes and things like that and we're drawing issues that they usually don't do that are like yeah. the shots of Bruce Wayne watching the magic show and his eyes are all like I yeah, saw yeah. that. <laughs> and I I remember calling a retake and I honestly think I, I mean, like that can't be the final that we went with. I, I, I have a feeling that this this airing, you know, that somehow Warner Archives went back mm-hmm. and plucked the original without the retake or something. Because I can't imagine that we let that go. That's that was just horrible. I remember, I remember noting that when we saw it on a moviola, going, "Oh, that's horrible. Let's redraw that." <laughs> but there were things that there were just so many little paint mistakes and weird things where, like, her shadow would like she had a nose shadow but it would like she'd turn her head and she still had this little triangle of light that like there's no reason for having you know (laughs) it's like there was like people that don't understand how light and draw you know it's like oh it's so sad (laughs) the flashback sepia tone thing is so cool but yeah right but i think that the backgrounds and the color of the characters it's like you've got brown and then you've got this sort of warm gray and 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 they pop so much and that was a limitation of our color palette at the time. Mm-hmm. We didn't have we, we didn't have the ability to really, and I don't think we were technically allowed to do flat out black and white because we mm-hmm. did have a certain amount of grays. Well, we just had uh, the mechanic had a flashback uh, that was in black and white, and I was thinking that the whole time of, oh, uh, so uh, this is an option, but I guess you just prefer to go with sepia tone or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they thought it felt more flashbacky if yeah. that was the, you know I, I, that decision was made outside of my control right um and i i would have at least made maybe the backgrounds a little more brown mm-hmm. you know when they were painted to match the cells better but it's fine it's fine it's like we have that same thing with the newspapers where we have these warm and cool grays yeah. when they're doing like you know and it's like oh what part it's like some are yellowed and some aren't and it mm-hmm. doesn't feel <laughs> yeah, old, it's like, yeah 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 <laughs> But, if, but it's just like, wait, this text is brown and yet the paper is kind of blue. And uh, But it was just the limitations of our, of our palette. Was, yeah, the, really the paint concept. and the TV coloration standards and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Wait, well, wait, I didn't realize you had, you had lim- specific limitations on color palettes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had so many, well, only so many colors to use. And, you know, it, it seemed like it was infinite, but it isn't. Yeah. You really, it's, it's, and it's, it's kind of like a comic book. And so that's what you're, you, you, you're drawn from. You have only this many warm grays. This is, you know, so many browns, so many this and that. Mm. Not on the backgrounds. The backgrounds, you know, paint comes from the tubes. So people can paint whatever they want. But when it comes to the cells, they're all designated by codes. Mm-hmm. And oh. so they're pre, everything is pre designed. You have to use only these colors that are allowed. And uh, and they turn out not to be as many as you think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like something 
I think there's, there's something to be said for having like being super creative when you're so constrained. Like you have these like kind of exactly. like these limitations. The limitations actually help help a lot of times. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is actually part of why I'm I'm glad to have you here for this one, Dan. Is we go through trivia, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that there's a handful of things that are always like, that's not actually a thing. Someone just made that up or whatever. So like right. this one, for instance, was I guess in Harley and Ivy when uh, the Joker and his goons bust into Harley and Ivy's uh, hideout, that there was a line from Joker where he says, uh, like, you've been busy little beavers, and then it got changed to bees, because, you know, beavers, maybe not the best choice of words for the ladies in the episode, and then, uh, but I have no way to confirm whether that's true or not. (laughs) You oh, get a finger up. Okay. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Andrea Romano took offense. Ah, and, and okay. And she, she's like, I, we can't have that. <laughs> that is not right. So, Well, there so, we go. Okay. Yeah. Confirm. And, 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 and Can you Paul confirm every piece of truth? <laughs> <in the past? laughs> 49. Well, I mean, there are some things like later on when we get into Superman. And you know, I don't know if you're going to do this show for Superman. Oh, so. yes. So, so I can't talk about any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. No, we're going through the whole the whole shebang. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. The entire DC animated universe and well, the well, controversial because, air date because, order. Because you're, being a Marvel person, you don't even know the DC stuff. So if I reference something, you're going to be like, <laughs> right. what? What's that? I mean, there's Why a... Why would they, you know... There's a really good chance of it. Like, I know some thing... I mean, I know, like, some Superman. I know... Actually, I actually don't really well, know that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you do know that Thanos is a ripoff of a Jack Kirby character from DC, right? Nope. He did it first. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nope. You heard it yeah, here, it, folks. It's, it's, they, 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 they actually told Jim Starlin, we want our dark side. Mm-hmm. And and so he came up with a character to parallel the, the character that Jack Kirby had come up with. Even like how, how much imagination Jack had who helped form the Marvel Universe completely, you know, then you have, even at DC, they're like going, wow, that's a really cool idea. We got to do what he's doing over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so. And I really loved Darkseid in this episode, Zatanna, that we watched. <laughs> yes, so. I know. I know. <laughs> that's, I know. Real I, 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 off, to, off topic, but uh, yeah. you started it with the I did. Yeah, 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 we did. Oh, yeah. so, that, that, that actually tracks, but I, I, I keep my mouth shut on that, too. Well, someday, far yeah. in the future, yeah. you're going to go, hey, Dan, are we going to do a Superman episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure. Like I'm, I'm fully expecting there to be, and then I'll uh, tell you the story. Yeah, exactly. There we go. <laughs> I'm fully expecting there to be more views on this episode than on a regular episode, just because you're here. So we have to keep it. We have to keep it tight, but, so we can bring you back for more juice yes, later. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, uh, the the villain in this episode I felt was a little bit lacking in like his entire motivation was just like I don't like you. I think well, I'm going to steal the money, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, he's on his way. He's planned this. He's he's a scam artist, yeah. basically, and and he's he's planned this. You know, he's just using her as a full, you know as as a full guy yeah. because he can. Um, and and uh, you know, I, it's like. I guess it doesn't I, help that we've had like four Joker episodes in a row or something, and then we, <laughs> we had a Penguin episode in there too, and then we just get Montague Kane. In this one, yeah, and it's not like yeah. those are are always a mastermind. Yeah, the, yeah, the well, most brilliant evil villain of all. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. it's, it's, in the same way that I, I like a lot of 
I, I love that this seems to be a trend. I, I don't want to call it B movie trend because I think I think that's a little insulting. But there's been a lot of movies coming out recently where like most of the cast aren't super well known. And I love that because then you have this sort of like you're not watching Brad Pitt play this character. We're watching somebody who you just inherently yeah. believe is his yeah. character. Yeah. And so the same thing with, with the baddie in this one. Like he's not the Joker, yeah. he's not the Riddler, well, but he's just he's somebody that kind of you know, he's, moved he's Orson Welles, really. He, <laughs> yeah. he does look he's like Orson, Orson Welles. Yeah. He was. No, that's the idea. Montague Kane is like a, a, a you know Citizen Kane kind of reference, and he looks like Orson Welles. Orson Welles was a magician. He was the Shadow. You know, there was mm-hmm. also you know there were there are all sorts of connections to magic and, and Welles, and and that's really kind of what. What, what that makes a lot of we sense. We didn't yeah. want to make the we didn't want to make the voice be an impersonation. We didn't mm-hmm. get Maurice, Le- you know, to to like you know do his his uh, <laughs> yeah his his Orson Welles because it wasn't like that would be too on the nose. Yeah, and, and Michael York, you know, was fine. That was a great cast, you know, great casting idea. Was this? He just sounds. Do you remember it all? Was this recorded around the same time as um, the uh, Vertigo episode, Off Balance, because he's both those It's characters. a little bit after, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we still just... hanging around the, the place? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can do another one. No, it wasn't like they recorded it. <laughs> but, but I think, I'm not sure if that was the first one he recorded for us. Mm. I think so. And he was just great to work with. And, and, and he really yeah. liked working with Andrea. And so we are just like, yeah, sure. He'll be back for more, more Michael York, characters. More Michael York, York yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you know, he turns and he comes back for other things too. Does, so yeah. we, we've used him quite a few times. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome! Really yeah. nice guy. Really nice yeah. guy. Nice. It's fun. It, like he, his voice. I can't not just hear Basil exposition because that's what I really? know yeah. as a kid. I know. But the the <laughs> just so just whenever he was he's any supposed to be any sort of like evil character which i think is every time he's in these shows is he's a bad guy he's yeah, really I, good at a bad guy he voice. is yeah it yes, does sound is, good but i just i just keep picturing this like very happy-go-lucky suited up british man <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you've got interesting associations I jamie know, i do I, I can't help it we should yeah. talk about the cast though i have the list of the cast yes. right let's here. talk about the cast yes. we have kevin conroy as, as batman, batman would you believe it Ephraim zimbalist jr as alfred mm-hmm. yes uh, You're not going to get the next one. Julie Brown as Zatanna Zatanna. <laughs> uh, she was previously Lily in Eternal Youth, one of oh. Poison Ivy's henchwomen. Uh, she plays a character named Candy in Earth Girls Are Easy. Do you know this movie? <laughs> Jeff no. Goldblum? No, I've never seen it. <laughs> she used to have a show uh-huh. on MTV. This is like when you were babies or not born. Um, and <laughs> and uh, she, she's she's really cute she's really cute and bubbly mm-hmm. the perky personality just really fun but she was a vj and but she was a bit more comedy than just like showing videos and stuff she'd comment on them and stuff mm-hmm. and they made fun of her they didn't make fun of her she did the voice she did a voice on tiny tunes and they actually did an animated version oh of right her, like, the like, uh, like the, the, the mink. julie bruin i think she was a, a bear or something it was like oh, like, oh. Of a boom, she was a sexy little, and there was actually like this hot dance that she does in silhouette that she used to do on her show, and okay. they actually paralleled that and Tiny Tones. I had listed so, that she was oh Min- Minerva Mink on Animaniacs, which is a similar, yeah, yeah, and a yeah, similar thing, yeah, 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 because yeah. that, that was after Animaniacs is mm-hmm. after this was this was in Tiny Tones. What, what um, was, they did what their was MTV it? thing? Julie Brown. Julie. Julie. Oh, Brown. downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> that, what? That's that's another one. There were two. That's why they had to make the distinction between oh. downtown, 
I believe I think downtown Julie Brown was British. Okay. Yeah. I you may be I right. Think, that was that yes. was a while ago. Yes, yes. Julie but Brown. But that's was... why but that's why there is a downtown Julie Brown, because they already had a show with Julie and they were like, Well, she's not gonna change her name, so she's downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> Give it a rhyme. Julie Brown was also the name of my community college English instructor. It's maybe it's maybe not the a... same one? Is it the same one? <laughs> I, just, I hope so. <laughs> She kept doing this sexy dance all the time. Right? <laughs> now, everyone she was telling her to disappear. stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She... <laughs> oh my well, god! You, you, by the way, the the thing that you're not talking about, which is uh, yeah. you know, because because uh, again, uh, Brian doesn't know DC. Right. You should. Um, is that Zatanna <laughs> in the comics? Yes. Actually, is magic. Right. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up as like a. I can't. People tell ask us all the time to do a video on. How did Zatanna learn real magic? Because in the Batman episode, she doesn't know real magic. But later, she has, like, real magic. And this is a spoiler, Brian, I'm sorry. Why did you but spoil this for me? The, but, like, there is, there is no explanation. But also, I don't, I f don't fully believe in this episode that she's not using, quote-unquote, real magic. Because mm -hmm. she both, like, when she does the bank disappearing thing... There's a big lightning bolt that comes out of her wand, yeah, and, and that's not just like a thing. <laughs> but then at the end, she also does like a. All of it can be explained the same way Batman does anything with disappearing acts and stuff like that. But I just, I, I have no, like. You're not thoroughly yeah, convinced. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the thing is that Paul has a he's he's fixated on on Satana. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a very obsessed with the character. Um, and, and so in the comics, she speaks backwards to make a spell. That was yes. like this thing that Satana used to do in the, in the golden age. And she does that and, once and she does, in here, I think. She does. Yeah, Arba yeah. de Carba. When yeah. she, when the lightning comes out of the thing. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Ar Ar Arba de Carba. Yeah. <laughs> How did I not catch that it was backwards? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's the one time, and that's when the lightning bolt. That's when the the bank. So that's our that's yeah. our nod to the comic version yeah. and the magic that she does in the comics. Yeah. And 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 you're right. She might just like have learned magic somehow, and mm -hmm. they're just keeping those secrets from Bruce, uh, or excuse me, John Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from Brian. He just wanted to learn how to escape. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. you know, in some parallel universe somewhere, you know, he actually is a wizard like yeah. Doctor Strange, Batman, sorcerer, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's cool. That's I like. I like that. What, what do you What do you think, Dan? Of the thought, the, the Zatara is usually a, a bit more of a uh, notable character in like Justice Society history and stuff yes, like that. Exactly. But he is just uh, he's dead now in this episode. We yeah. see him this one time, and yeah, then yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Like, right. what, what is your opinion on that, like, not getting to be able to bring him back for anything later? Was that ever well, a... you know, here, there's the thing is that he had... It wasn't like we were spoiling anything. He had died in the comics, too. Okay. Ironically, they had so many, like, overlaps of, of characters from the from the Silver Age, or the Golden Age, and they did a lot of, like, you know, Earth 2 and this and that. Yeah. But but they really wanted to showcase the girl version of Zatanna and his, you know, Zatara. And yeah. so they were like, no, 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 we like the girl in the fishnets. This, 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 <laughs> yeah. is, this is going to work better. I guess, and and yeah. so it's like, but we can't have both of them because that's going to be weird. So let's just, he's dead. Let's, let's, let's make him, you know, and this okay. is the successor. Okay. So I think that was I mean, the, yeah, the, the I, take. 
I've never like been like, oh man, Justice League would have been so much better with John Zatara or something like that. Right, but... <laughs> right, right, right. Guy in top hat. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and 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 at the end of the day, they're all they're all inspired by Mandrake the Magician comic right, strip. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. all sort of you know that was the the, the deal. Yeah, and we there's I only got halfway through the cast because we talked about Julie Brown oh. for so long. We have <laughs> Zale Kessler as Fonswater. <laughs> I always try to go through the IMDb's for everybody and pick out like a handful of notable things, but Zale Kessler didn't have anything that I recognized, so don't know. And I, I have no <laughs> I, uh, recollection. I, yeah. I, I, I wasn't there at the record for this because mm-hmm. I don't know why. Oh, because it wasn't my show yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, so I, I, I do remember working with with Michael York on on other shows, mm-hmm. um, but but not on this one. Yeah, and so. Yeah, who, who's, who knows? <laughs> Vin, Vincent Chiavelli? Chiavelli? Vincent Chiavelli. Chiavelli, yeah. As yes. Zatara. Yes. Uh, and I recognized his face real hard when I saw it, but I don't know what I know him from because the only things that okay. stuck out to me were he's the organ grinder in Batman Returns. Yes. <laughs> in the big scene with all the clowns destroying the town square yes. and whatever. Yeah. Uh, He's Doctor Kaufman in Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay, a Bond yeah. movie, which works. Yeah, out. That, that's the, the 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 torturer who loves his work. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, speaking of a Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. and because oh, you can't hear it, but we have a we have a Hey Arnold button. I can't even remember why it came up in the first place. Because we go on tangents. But if people have done Hey Arnold voices, this guy was Mr. Bailey and Vincent the Pigeon Man on Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent is one so of my tell favorite. Me, yeah, characters. Dan, why do I know this guy? What, what well, he, he was he was one of the lunatics in the asylum in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and that's probably where oh, we all first saw him. Okay. So he and Danny DeVito and Christopher Lloyd yeah. were all so convincing that you look at them and you think that they're they're <laughs> yeah. really really lunatics, you Cuckoo, know? Yeah. And 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 uh, and you realize because they did cast real, you know, in the backdrop, they were actual real inmates of yeah. this real place that they were. So you just think, oh yeah, those are just more of those guys. Like, no, no, they're, yeah. they're actors. They're actors. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and he's also in uh, one of my favorite movies, uh, Buckaroo Banzai. He's one of the electroids. He's one of the Eve electroids. Okay. <laughs> which which casting Brian, on Buckaroo Banzai actually influenced a lot of stuff later on. You've never seen it? No. Should I? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's a very weird movie. It's a very weird movie. You've but sold me really Buckaroo fun. Banzai. It's, yeah, yeah. He's he's like a, a he's a you he's like write a, it down. A, a rock and roll Doc Savage. Um, yeah. He, he he has a band of of of. Uh, that he goes around with the Hong Kong Cavaliers, and they fight aliens, and and he's like, oh, he's awesome. It's the coolest movie. It's yeah, the but he signed me thing. up. Yeah, yeah. We have Peter uh, Weller. Peter Weller. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is, is, yeah. And yeah. We, so we like throughout the, the the DC animated universe has like used a lot of actors from from that film. Uh, wish we could get Goldblum at some point. But uh, <laughs> who would you cast him as in the? In, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He could be so many things. But but, but Grandmaster. Yeah, but, 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 but Carl Lumley, uh, Clancy Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a, there's a, there's quite a few. If it's yeah. Right now, uh, the yeah, Buckaroo Banzai references in the DCAU video coming soon. To, <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be. But Vincent Chiavelli was was one of the villains. One okay. of the aliens. He was he was the. He, he must. Was one of the, one of I feel guys. like he's in some movie that I watched a lot as a kid, uh, where he similarly plays like just some kind of 
goofy side character or something. Yeah. But I, I don't know. There must be something. And and apparently he was a really great chef. And so there was that's the other thing too. He was he actually mm. like as a hobby, but he's the like I don't know if they're videos, but they're books. I think he's written and stuff and cooking. So. That's where Batman that's learned all of his culinary skills. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. This is the, that's, that's yeah. the, the real the real magic. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> the magic of the kitchen. The <laughs> uh, last couple are Bruce W. Tim as Red, which yeah. I think was one of the thugs or something on the yes. airplane. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, he was previously the Mad Bomber in where the Great Goes. Yeah, and other things. You know, he doesn't have a whole lot of lines in this. If I no, recall. I, I didn't. He kind of mostly grunts and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> there's something last episode that you thought was him. Uh, and then, oh, I can't and, remember. Yeah, I don't know. That uh, was weeks ago. It sure was. <laughs> and then Michael York as Dr. M. Kane is what he's credited yeah. as. Previously Vertigo and Off Balance yeah. and everything else that we yeah. talked about. Um, by the way, I believe I designed Red and that other I was going to ask if you did any character yeah, designs for this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not crazy about them and the way they were animated. <laughs> I, I wish I, there, there's something really blocky and I guess that's... about, the, about the, the, the weight. He's kind of overweight, but not in a really believable way. Yeah. He just looks like he has a big suit. He, <laughs> that's like what we were saying Byrne. about. That's it's like David Byrne in, yeah. a, in a big lumpy suit. You know? We were saying that about Joker's henchmen in Harley and Ivy was like, there's a shot where Batman lands on them. Like he jumps down from a building and just steps on both of them and his feet like dig really deep into their bodies. And we were joking that like Joker didn't actually hire a couple of fat guys. Like he hired skinny goons with, and with made them wear like 60 suits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whole bunch yeah. of padding. Oh, yeah. It's a scam. They, they, go the, yeah. they, they go to the dressing room and they just like, put, they try stuff yeah. on and they just put the walk out with these keeps- suits. He's like, all of it. Do all of it or I'll kill you. Well, that was also... And the Joker's outside laughing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. (laughs) I like that. I I want this to be canon. Well, similarly, that was uh, the... the 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 expanding penguin in the previous episode as well. Oh yeah, in the mechanic, he, he changes heights like yeah. six times drastically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know the Joker. I mean, the penguin in in the comics. I don't know what his height was. His right. sort of average height, but because it was Devito yeah. in the movie, we kind of made him shorter. But then he kind of even even later on when we went back, well. I'm sorry, this is so troubling. He's always supposed to be sort of short. So let's. I I was going to say, I bet that you. That's probably a a big part of the, like, oh, I don't like the look of this episode is anytime that you design a character and then you get to see it in motion. Yeah. Yeah. You see it in motion and you go, oh, well, they didn't interpret that well. (laughs) And and, and mind you, I don't just, you know, I blame everybody for that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Other other designers get get my wrath as well when I'm, you know, but I try, I, I don't blame them so much as like well you know this, yeah maybe this, sometimes we the were design trying to itself, crank these things out yeah the design yeah. itself might have been not like very uh translatable or whatever yeah yeah, yeah it's just stuff that and also you know honestly it I, i'd like to say this was well animated but it, it really it kind of isn't it's actually <laughs> it's actually a very average animated show it's not as bad as some of the worst ones but mm-hmm. it's but no it really, acom no, <laughs> it, but it's not. It's not an acom. But honestly, I see a lot of acomisms. My favorites are always when Sunrise does it. <laughs> yeah. I also, as like a Cowboy Bebop fan, I love that look. And it doesn't. To be fair, yeah. it doesn't look like Batman so much to me. Like the Don Yang yeah. stuff to me is now like that's what Batman looks like. But I always yeah. love the crazy angles and stuff that Sunrise comes out with, and the cool effects and all yeah. that. The keen yeah. things. Keen. Yeah. No, Sunrise is, was was good. I you know. 
And the first and you know, on the leather wing spectrum in those first Yes, episodes, of course. Right? Perf- yeah, perfect a perfect episode. <laughs> <laughs> so tell tell us how yeah. you became director, co-director, whatever you want to call it, of this ep- replacement director, yeah, etc. I, I, I don't know what I was doing. I mean, besides character designing, but what was on my plate when I when I yeah. get the call to like, uh, you know, hey, can you come into Bruce's office? And and all the producers were there, and Kevin Altieri. And they were like, and, and Dick Sebast was like, I don't know if he was there at the time, but but he he helped me, you know, when when we were transitioning. But I mean, it was a very short time period. It was just sort of like, so Dick's leaving, and Kevin says you directed a Deke, and you can do this, mm-hmm. and and um, we're all behind you. you so it wasn't it? like a, it wasn't a really bad situation or something with Dick leaving. It was just no, he just he he he. He really didn't. I don't know. He never really gelled with the with the show for some mm-hmm. reason. He did never connect it, and and he, you know, it wasn't like I don't think he disliked Bruce or anything. But I just I don't think he liked. It, it just he just it wasn't his cup of tea for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly what was what, what it was. There might have been some kind of politics behind it. I know he didn't like the notes and stuff like that, and and you know he just kind of but. I don't like I, I being told this thing wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm not sure exactly, and I can't speak for him. Sure. Uh, all I can say is that I benefited from his decision. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and I, so, so he said he's been very good to me. So I'm like, yeah, what, whatever. I think he was wrong to leave, but I'm so glad he did. Because, you know, it helped yeah. me a lot. Well, what, you what, know? like, so, but you know, I wouldn't have left. You know, <laughs> well, in the because if he's leaving in like the middle of production on this episode, what, what. What is the... Well, what happened was I think there was some project at H and B that that was coming up that he mm-hmm. wanted to do, and he had like there was some Johnny Quest video, and then there was like the, the Halloween tree, which ended up getting an Emmy. So Hanna Barbera, yeah, oh, Hanna Barbera. Come on, don't you patronize <laughs> me? So so he, you know, he, I think that was really like, oh, I got to, I got to, I have to go do this. I've been asked to do this, and these are my old friends that I used to work with. Okay, and and, and so you know, and and I kind of you know, I don't, I don't want to say no. And, um, yeah. and so he, he decided, you know, weighing, you know, all the things in his career that he wanted to do. And, and also he lived, you know, still does, I believe, uh, out in like Big Bear and, <laughs> oh and would com- commute to California, to Los Angeles. And it, there was, it, it's like a, that's like a four or five know, hour drive. It's a four or five hour drive. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and so it wasn't like he commuted every day. But what he did was he would stay in in Los Angeles for like four days a week, and he'd leave on Fridays, and you know. So we, you know, I, th- I maybe even had a three day week. You know, I think it might have been like Mondays and Fridays he wasn't around, and and so it was hard for him to to work on a show that needed to be so hands on. Where you know, he, and, you know, he still takes stuff with him and work at home, but but it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like now where computers and you can do all this stuff remotely. It wasn't. Yeah, this wasn't a remote show. You couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and so he he wanted to work at a place that was a little more, you know, accessible for that kind of schedule and his his lifestyle and stuff. Okay. So so it was it, it you know it it's, wasn't yeah it's good that it know. wasn't just some like. No, no, Horrible. no. There was no door yeah. slamming. I'm out of yeah, here. Yeah. You bums. You know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, nothing, nothing like that. You know. No, he was panicking. He just, he just had yeah. he had he had options that like you know he realized that it was just like no I can't 
I can't do that if I'm here. You know? Well, that's too bad. I no longer get to say directed by Dick Seabast anymore. I know, I know, so. right? That's <laughs> it, yeah. You and your, you and your constant uh, but, pronunciations. Uh, yeah, he's a talented guy. He really is. Yeah. He really, he really is. Uh, you know, and um, and some upcoming shows. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I believe, right? Or wait, let me take a look. There at might those. there might be one or two left, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's ironic. I think this this one had stayed on his table, like you mm. know, longer for some reason. They might have been problematic or something. And so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Pr- yeah, yeah, maybe they moved the other one up. Last production wise or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, I forgot uh, to mention. Uh, are you a you've seen a goofy movie, Brian? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Julie Brown also voices a very minor character in the, in a goofy movie, uh, the preppy blonde like popular girl at the high school. Yeah, uh, yeah. in the opening song, uh, she says like, "No more pep rallies because that." That's her line. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to bring that up because I wrote it down. Thank you very much. Hi, this is James from the future. Um, I'm listening back while editing and realizing that I, I'm actually an idiot. Uh, Julie Brown, the character that she voices in a goofy movie, uh, is not who I said. It is uh, actually the girl that says, Gonna move to the mall. And then also during... Um, the uh, power line scene near the start where Max is pretending to to be power line. Uh, she says, who's that guy? I just had just had to uh, clarify that um, that that's Zatanna. Back to the episode. Now, I only have two pieces of actual trivia. Uh, I gather these from the DCAU wiki, IMDB, or my own brain, is what I always say. Uh, and I, so one of them is just an interesting thing, and then the other one I, is one of the, like, I need Dan Reba to confirm this is a real thing. thing. <laughs> uh, first is this and Night of the Ninja, which we've watched already, are the only two episodes that show a young Bruce Wayne training. Really? And I feel like there yeah. was some little bit... In another one, uh, D-O-T-S is the acronym for the episode, Dan. (laughs) But I don't remember if Bruce Wayne is seen in that or not. Do you want me to leave the room for a minute? (laughs) It's the opposite of the first title I said, sort of. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, Dan's writing down the letters to see Day of the (laughs) Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I got you. I got you. It's the the inverse of, yeah, it's the the same same idea. (laughs) Sort of a sequel episode of sorts. Yes. Yeah, I think it might have been referenced in there. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I just think, because when we watched Night of the Ninja, I said that this, this and one other episode we get to see. Bruce Wayne doing some training, and this one he even mentions he's going to Japan later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a setup. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for an episode that aired before this. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, but callback. it's a you know yeah. callback actually technically because yes, there is no DCAU timeline, Dan. But <laughs> no, by, by, by the way, uh, well, well, I just looked at at the uh, YouTube has the just say Julie Bruin. Tiny Tunes. Oh, uh-huh. You get to see the animated version of her MTV show. <laughs> okay. It was just just say Julie was the name of the show on MTV. <laughs> and so okay. so you could check that first and then see what they're parroting and it's it's adorable. Okay. It's okay. Awesome. We'll do. So the one I, that I need you to confirm because it doesn't sound real to me, but if it is, it's it's really cool. Was Montague Kane originally going to be the gentleman ghost in this episode? To your knowledge. Thank you for adding, <laughs> adding that on. Yeah. I 
Paul Dini's calling you. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, there is. I. This is funny. Well, you mention it because I mean you mentioned it, and and I the, the idea is in my head mm -hmm. that we were attempt we were thinking about doing the gentleman ghost. I wasn't aware if it was this episode or not. So okay. I know that there was a. a, a it's it's yeah. How, 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 let me put it this way: not entirely. Impossible, impossible yeah <laughs> but, I, but i'm not aware i am okay. not aware but, the, but i do know there was talk about doing the the gentleman ghost and and they we couldn't figure out an angle for it or whatever yeah i'm mean, supposedly so. according to whoever crafted this unsourced piece of trivia was that uh like alan burnett was like oh this is too supernatural too magical we're not going to do this this is our batman show is too is more grounded than this kind of a thing no but, well that would have been bruce mostly okay alan wasn't the one who was concerned with that stuff it was bruce was mm -hmm. the one who wanted the show this particular show rooted in so when we had a werewolf it was a science werewolf right yeah well that <laughs> reminds me of the one too with uh the uh, the riddle episode we watched with the virtual reality yeah. thing uh -huh. right what is reality uh -huh. yes um <laughs> Because I guess I remember that was something you said that Bruce commented that it was like, no, 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 this isn't our Batman. We don't do this sort of thing. Right. Yeah, that was a right. quote from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. And I and I remember I see that was the show while I was working on this one, the board. I had layouts for that, so I had to like figure out all the weird melding, the, the <laughs> yeah. rulers mm -hmm. multiplying and all that stuff. I had to kind of that was animate cool. That. So, <laughs> that was so, that so was, cool. <laughs> So that was, you know, an uncredited. I got all that, and I, I worked my butt off on that show, and I don't get a, a blip on, on, on the credits for it. So, you know, but don't, that's okay. Don't worry. I feel the same way about James's work. <laughs> yeah. I credit you every time, bro. <laughs> you, you have, like, six different credits in the Watchtower story finale video. <laughs> I actually, I, I got to see a preview of it. It wasn't fully edited, but... Uh... That, it's cool to see how I don't know if you know the storyline of what's going on. Well, I, I kind of know where it's been, but not know yeah. where it's going. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. It's it's looking good yeah. though. Wait, let's see. We do trivia. What do we do next on this show? I'm so flabbergasted. Oh, Starstruck. <laughs> it's called Starstruck. Oh, can, can, can we can we talk about more things that I hate about yes, it? Though? We yes, we can. We absolutely can. <laughs> By the way, I, I want to shill for some of my own artwork here because uh -huh. I have uh, two covers that I drew on on um, for for these blank covers and and there was a whole bunch of yeah. stuff for CGC that was sold but I did these things before and the friend of mine is selling them okay and and, and a couple of pieces have not sold oh and so um, there's a, a man bat I don't know if you've, you've seen that one but it's still mm. out in the ether yeah yeah you did show me that yeah that's really okay. cool okay all right so that's still out there that is still out there. That actually works. That's out in the world. That's bizarre that nobody oh, so. has wanted. No, that it yet. is bizarre. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's like somebody was interested, and then they kind of like, yeah, okay. What's no. it going for? Well, that's the thing. But you know, <laughs> you, you can you can negotiate. Cause <laughs> it, it might end up on eBay if if it doesn't mm -hmm. if it doesn't uh, get a firm hit soon. So I don't I don't know if that's really good art. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's stupid, man. No, but. that looks awesome. Now, just show us your whole desktop. Show us all the secret Cadmus files that you've got on I it. can't do that. <laughs> There's a penguin that I sold that, that went to France. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. A oh, <laughs> That's what they call them. <laughs> Pong <-wee>. A Pong <laughs> okay, I, I Okay. Should we swoop back into Zatanna? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. So, oh, oh, did I? Well, we got to talk about yeah. things that you so hated. So I was going to say yeah. that, like, originally I was like, oh, no. 
you know, I know that we're going to talk a long time with Dan on the podcast, but I, I have to get home, blah, blah, blah. And then I just got a text from Jessica that says, take your time heading back. We're heading out to pick huckleberries. So whatever time that Dan really <laughs> wants to spend on that. <laughs> huckleberries. Yeah. That is okay. so quaint. <laughs> it really is. Like, I just, I didn't know there, there was an actual thing. I just thought it was just what? a hound. What? And, and, and a fin. No. And, and a, a soda. <laughs> You, you know that, um, that our our police vehicle is actually based on a real, like like a real streamliner thing that was done for the World's Fair back in the in, oh, in, in the thirties. Are and, we talking and, about oh, Batman the Animated Series? We yes, <laughs> yes, we're, we're going we're circling back. But yes. it's, it's like there was a there and, and we used to have one on Van Nuys Boulevard. Somebody bought one of those things and was was restoring it. So we drive past it on the way to work all the time, and we take pictures, and, and <laughs> we even, like, it was fairly unsupervised. We actually went in it and took pictures. And I think we got permission <laughs> the at some inside. point when we found out about the restoration, yeah. and we took all sorts of pictures for reference, mm -hmm. and the guy finally, like, like souped it up. And, it, and originally, it, it, it's like this beautiful, shiny, you know, white and silver. There are different versions of it, but this guy had it, like, all covered in brown paint as a primer, and we like that, so we mm. use that uh. color as, as the police vehicle. For, That's for awesome. City. But it, it, it is actually like like a real. Um, now, DM, which, which blimp yeah. did you blimp, uh, base the blimps on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 World War Two Zeppelins. Yeah, yeah. No, those are uh, those are made up. Those are uh, <laughs> okay. So one of the things, speaking of blimps. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Blimp talk here. I'm jumping the bag. Ninety-six nine. Now this is this is one of the problems that I've always had with the show, and it was it was because this was the sequence that was on my desk as I got the show. It's like we're not done yet. We we're, we 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 have to finish the episode. Uh, there's still a little bit coming in from board artists, but here's the section that's that's um, that's not done, and it was all the the plane airplane stuff. stuff yeah, and and um, so. I, I had to board a little bit to pad out the fight. And ultimately, you know, you're boarding something that you're like, okay, this will be exciting. This works, you know, dramatically, blah, blah, blah. But, but you forget that they're on a plane. <laughs> and if it had been a blimp, I would have no problem with this episode. But if you've ever like like held your hand out of a car yeah. <laughs> or seen a dog, you know, Batman and those thugs are just standing. They're up just there. rolling yeah. along. Yeah. They don't have special clamps no. on their feet. There are no suction cups. There's no magnets. They're flying they, they're very slowly. I especially like the part where Batman is he's going over and he's controlling the rudder and he looks like he's about fifteen feet from the. Or yes, from the propeller, and, and he's, he's just, and he's just like he's this just is fine. Moving it with his human strength, yeah. <laughs> and he's not a cape, and I'm like, yeah. How, how can this? I mean, it's a cool looking airplane. It's a yeah. great flying wing. It's neat, but but oh my gosh, how could was we that, let this go past? Was that plane based on any pre-existing planes? It's like got like seaplane like landing gear, right? But it's, it's a big like flat. It surface. looks really I, World War II experimental aircraft. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, it is a flying wing based on a flying wing, but I don't yeah. think there's anything quite like that. Based on a seaplane, based you know, on a sailboat. And, and, based and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I think, you know, roughly it's like the, the, the what is it, the, 
um, the spruce goose kind of thing, mm-hmm. like in Long Beach. It was like this big thing. That's why it's a big deal on the picture. That's well, why they know where it is because yeah. it's like, oh, it's that flying wing that's moored out by Long Beach, you know, kind of thing. And you guys must have, been, you must have been fascinated with that design because several other large ships in upcoming shows and episodes have, are also just a big yes. wing like that. Yeah. We, we liked flying wings. Yeah, yeah we did. We did. That was, that was a... Down, you know, yeah. the Rocketeer, it had the, um, not, right. not the Rocketeer, the, the, the uh, Indiana Jones had a flying yeah, wing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, uh, but yeah, it, it, it shows up a lot in, yeah. in, in our stuff. I do yeah. like on that, uh, scene also, I, I don't like, I've, I've seen this episode maybe like five times. Like it's one that I don't return to too often. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. but I somehow it stuck out to me. We're watching it and Batman is like having like a face off with one of the thugs and they're like circling each other, like predators or whatever. And I was like, here comes the Batman butt shot. And then yeah. it was immediately, there's just Batman's ass filling the entire frame for some reason. And then it cuts away to the next thing. And I'm like, why was that a shot? <laughs> Dan explain. Thank you. Thank you. That butt shot was padded. <laughs> 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 it was just like we're short we need to lengthen the show let's add more yeah. crap the thing that bothers me about it is these thugs come out running on the wing which would be like ah! yeah immediately up. just flying off but yeah. but it's like a guy with an axe and a guy with a wrench and you think what wouldn't montague's guys have a gun wouldn't yeah. anybody <laughs> yeah. ever like think to shoot batman mm-hmm. but no they have to like oh i've got an axe and you're like yeah the most efficient weapon to use on a plane wing (laughs) it it really i'm like what were we thinking how i wonder if there was like a bsmp thing from a previous show where there was like too much gunplay and then it worked Uh, and just kind of like let's keep it down because i i don't know because it it there's not a whole lot of gunplay in this one, actually. No, now that I yeah. think about it, and I'm like, if any, I guess yeah. they figured that 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 his men wouldn't have guns; that they were just kind of like, you know, I don't know. Well, you it's know? weird because like I, I only know very few other Zatanna Zatanna stories, uh, and not like when I think of when I'm trying to like come up with a plot from scratch of what a Zatanna episode of this show would be, like for whatever reason, it doesn't involve like. Uh, fraud and airplanes like <laughs> it just seems like a weird like choice to make for like let's bring in the magician we're gonna do uh there's a guy that wants money and they're gonna fight on a big airplane and that's that's yeah. the whole episode. i mean but now that's also <laughs> granted you have a lot of experience I with like a, a yeah. much bigger breadth of, of work <laughs> sure. than i have to experience but like to me this doesn't seem out of place okay oh that's great that's great no and i mean and a logistic thing that the the weird design for the cargo net was important because we couldn't actually do net netting animation on a on an actual net like a fishing net kind of thing would just be impossible all the little ropes and all that stuff just it it would have been like way too much pencil mileage it wouldn't yeah succeeded it would have been horrible so we had to come up with something that seemed plausible it seemed like some kind of like cargo cover thing yeah yeah yeah. as a net you know, and it and it and that's the kind of thing that looks like something that's real. I think it worked. But it really in, was something that we kind of could animate. Yeah. It really, bottom line is like, can we draw this? And yeah, we can draw this. I think it worked wow. in the closer shots better than there were a couple wide shots to show them hanging off of it. And I was yeah. like, a yeah. big waffle, like <laughs> <laughs> it just it'd be like because the squares got bigger because yeah. you're yeah. trying not to. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> it's cool though to like hear again talking about like arbitrary yeah. limitations. I had no idea yeah. that like 
yeah. a net style was something you had to consider. And that opens up a lot for this show for me, I think. Well, and, and the other thing that I realized also when the walls are coming together with the with the spikes, oh, yeah, which, forgot is, about which that. was kind yeah. of a call out from from the Batman TV show, um, it, it it's like one wall is fixed and the other one is sliding. Yeah. Because I don't think we could have had two sliding elements work perspective wise. Oh, um, yeah. We are, and and so there's some some weird perspective cheats that we do on those things, and and. Um, yeah, and the only one like shot that I was like, we actually animated the the spikes coming closer to them because that was kind of yeah. that was a kind of a cool shot. That was the <laughs> scene I was imagining because you you know before talking to you today in person, it was like, okay, Dan didn't like the animation in this episode, so I'm keeping an eye out for that kind of stuff. And that was a scene that I kind of envisioned you getting upset about was because there was like Batman sticks the spike underneath to stop one of the walls. So then only one of them is moving. Okay. That makes sense. But then when you see it come loose, still only one of the walls is moving and then they get them very slowly and then they get up out of the door and they immediately (laughs) together. And I was just thinking that you were going to be like, Oh, they didn't do that. Right. And all this stuff. (laughs) No, I I, actually, that's exactly my words when I saw it. They didn't do um, that right. <laughs> but, but what is funny too is that is that if you look at uh, the movie serials, the Batman movie serials, because I have one of them on Super Eight that out there, you know, from the forties. Yeah, they Whoa. do the same the same spike wall thing, and then Batman, um, the sixty six Adam West Batman, did the spike wall thing. And and so it's it, it's a call out to several different yeah. Batman things. I like so. how Batman also has a vial of metal eating acid in his pocket, like in his Why belt. belt. Well, that's, no. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing we've been doing on this whole show. Is there's a lot of like what's in well, Batman's belt? Yeah, well, that and what and like that's not how that would work oh. in real life, kind of a thing. And uh, in fact, oh, I wish I, could, I wish you could hear it. We have a button. Uh, that's us singing that the phrase "That's not how that works" to the tune of yeah. Batman the Animated Series. I wonder yeah, if put, I can put your headphones up to that. Okay. That's not how that works. And then the buzzer. <laughs> but yeah, it was so like that. I felt that way about uh the the stuff because I thought for some reason I couldn't remember what they did in the scene, so I was imagining that. He melts the spikes, and then they somehow like fit their bodies between where the spikes used to be and don't get crushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean ultimately you climb the spikes yeah, carefully, yeah. you know, while when you can. Um, but yeah. you you have to do it while one is not coming at you. And you there know, was a little bit. Of, I guess that's some a complaint of mine about the episode was that, I mean, we don't see in the flashback. We don't see Zatanna. I'm going to say Zatanna, okay? That's what I've been saying my whole life. Until I'm going to say. Uh, we, don't know, we don't see Zatanna do anything uh, herself, like escape artist We just see Batman get out of the chains and whatnot, uh, which we joked about in Harley and Ivy. He gets out of all the chains off screen and then <laughs> swims to the top. And so we're like, Batman, you can't do this. You're on screen. How do you possibly do that? But uh, then when they're in the spike thing, Zatanna, like, doesn't do anything. She just stands there while Batman gets them out of there. And then she goes like, "Ah, what does she say? She says some snarky, like I, 
they don't call me this thing for nothing kind of a kind of a line that indicates you're like what did you do yeah Yeah. (laughs) that indicates she did something and i'm like you did nothing (laughs) but yeah it was kind of that was a complaint of mine was like zatanna doesn't do enough in the episode called zatanna yeah to to warrant you should write paul dini a letter (laughs) yeah (laughs) come on man i will really do that yeah hey paul i know we haven't had you on yet because you keep evading us uh your episode zatanna kind of sucked (laughs) (laughs) why didn't you write zatanna better your favorite character you know, I, I can't. I I don't know. I don't know. What you, you know, it, it just it maybe he had something in mind and it wasn't boarded right because again I was like I came on really late and it was sort of like here finish this get it out the door we have to get this done quickly and it's short so we need to board yeah. all this and and so I, I wasn't able to address things that kind of I felt weird mm. you know I, honestly I don't even understand the beginning I I really don't understand how wait why are they. Doing what, a magic what kind show. of stage setup outside of a main, mint, and how how does that work? Do, do people do that? And then you think, I guess because it's like, yes, like what's his name, David Copperfield, David Copperfield. or whatever, you know, would like make the Statue of Liberty disappear. So it's supposed to be something like that. Um, she that could have made Lady Gotham a disappear. <laughs> there's a there's a pre-show thing that he yeah. does before he makes the the statue. So that's kind of what this is. But it doesn't really read like that, and it doesn't really because they're you know. And so I have like issues about <laughs> the magic show and that why that camera pan works around her that showed the crowd. I'm like, I just wish it cut instead. And yeah. there's also it's a lot of walking that's like unnecessary and and and, and pans like and and we're like, wait, if there's a snake in her in her flowers. Wait, how does that? It's not reading, and you know, it's like yeah. it's all logistic stuff. Like, like, oh, I wish that was I did that better. I wish I wish we had finessed that more. I wish that trick worked better. I liked the um, bubbles. They were tracking with bubbles. I'm like, they're bubbles. Why yeah. are we panning with bubbles? Why do we yeah. need to do that? <laughs> I know what bubbles look like. Yeah. Well, the, when she first appears, like she's announced, and then like a there's a big puff of pink smoke, and yeah. it, to me, it looked like what was supposed to happen was that the smoke, uh, like erupts and then like fades away clears away but instead of that happening the animation continues and the whole thing just slides off the screen to the right yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) as if like i don't know how to do transparencies so well then but then there's transparencies when there shouldn't be because there are things that are supposed to be hidden and the the smoke is transparent and i'm like oh that should be more oh yeah we encountered that in the hardack episode the hardack episode yeah and i always feel like those are the things where you make a choice when you're we actually have it's time for Dan to show us stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Can, is, this, is this backwards or can you read this? No, can read it. Yeah. Okay, layout and effects, EFX, right? Uh-huh. So this is this thing you stamp. These are stamps on the storyboards. And it still has ink, actually. And you, you, when you have issues of like, oh, layout, you make a note on your storyboard to, for the layout department to understand something you want to do. This layer does this, this, and this. You, you stamp that on the board. And when you have the effects where you want to do like percentages of, of the smoke, and we want this to be at 30%, we want this to be blah, blah, blah. And, and all of that stuff has to be worked out ahead. You stamp that on the storyboard. And I, like, these <laughs> <laughs> <took> them home. <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah 
good bit of original uh, I, I right? prop. What is that? I, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of to, to yeah. a museum, you know. It's yeah. Like that, my stopwatch and my stopwatch I got, from my, my animation stopwatch I got from Warner's. I've got a lot of that from, I, I did a lot of uh, musical theater when I was down in California, and I have set like set pieces, like wall art. I have costume bits. Like there's probably something within, there we go. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Anatomical felt in heart from the person who did my makeup. But uh So I guess you were uh you were the cowardly lion that ripped the heart out of uh <laughs> <laughs> The not so cowardly the, the vicious yeah, lion. Longer, oh I have no courage now. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> but there's something about there's something about that, those little things that remind you so much of that time and place. So I yeah, yeah, I get that. Exactly, exactly. So I see those in our like I remember, you know, stamping those things, yeah. and and for the most part we got them right. But but you know, and as you get better at it, when you see more shows coming in, you realize how things look, and you know, you test stuff out. Usually, I was really happy with the choices made, um, but early on, we 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 were kind of like figuring stuff out and you'd have a checker kind of like you know writing you going no no that smoke should be this like this and you're like oh okay but i think in the story it's going to mm-hmm. do this but if you know better and then well, you go nope it's not quite right yeah <laughs> yeah but and then you- a lot of times they fix it and they go no, no 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 if you wanted this then you should have this and they help you guide you as you're going along and oh. you know so when well, you have your effect stamp is a, a perfect segue into our next segment of the podcast. <laughs> wow. Where we talk originally this segment was about light wraps, which was any And like lighting effects. Yeah, and well because the first yeah. several episodes we were noticing all had different uh, they were all different animation studios, but they were all doing different like Commissioner Gordon would be looking through the blinds and the lights from the blinds would like wrap around his face in a three D mm-hmm. way. Or the Joker is going up the trash chute and there's all the different light rays hitting his face and all this stuff. And but then we eventually like, well, there's not light wraps happening every episode. So we changed it mm-hmm. for one episode, I think, to cool effects. K E W L F dash E C K S. And then we had our one of our listeners uh goes by Keen Machine. And he's trying to do this thing where he's trying to make everyone say keen instead of cool. It's like his life mission. So so he's now changed it to keen effects. Effects. F-E-C-K-F-E-C-K. So this is the keen effects segment where we talk about any keen effects that we saw in the episode. Well, I'd like to hand this one straight over to Dan. (laughs) Are there any art things in this episode that you were just like, we nailed that or that's super cool or that you really enjoyed? Oh, Nailed, you say? <laughs> <laughs> is there uh, one? <laughs> that is a tough. That's a tough one because it, it's like I, I, all I can see are the flaws, and it's it's mm-hmm. a sucky thing with being uh, a, a director on that something because because yeah. you're you're so close that all you see are like oh what it should have been is this or what I wish yeah. I'd done is this or what they should have done was this <laughs> or what they should have done was that Ooh. and and so um so this and, is a and, bit of a, an exercise in like self discipline maybe yeah yeah well i didn't Boy. notice anything in this one like like in harley and ivy there were some lasers in front of, like surrounding a, a diamond in the museum that were clearly like some sort of foil that you were bouncing light off of and stuff like that mm-hmm. this this one didn't have any notable like a practical effect that you were doing to create the illusion of whatever yeah. there was just i mean a the, bunch the of lightning drawings. from her thing was like the, yeah. the only thing i could think of and um 
<laughs> yeah, because it was just like it was mostly layout issues with like how to how to you know have characters on the plane doing stuff and and, yeah. and the the spikes you know a yeah. lot of that stuff. Did, um, what, what Brian noticed there was like a flash of red when Batman tossed a guy at a table or something that was like I think this is one of one. Of, I don't know if that's on purpose because I know that eventually you're you're using like the white flashes to hide yep. impacts yeah. for censorship reasons. Right. But if right. yes. I don't know if there if that red flash was like a blood related thing or something to indicate pain or you know I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's supposed to indi- indicate like impact. Ouch! You know, we don't we don't Ouch. do the, the, yeah. the big signs that like they pow. do. Yeah, pow, yeah, pow, yeah. yeah. Ouch! With the tongue sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. Or in but, Batman and Harley Quinn, ow my balls! I believe was one of them. <laughs> that that was the. We didn't even talk about that. That was the funniest. Oh, thing. Oh yeah, what, 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 that wasn't in this episode, was it? No, that was a. Pr- that was, was in that the man who killed Batman. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy that falls off a table. And there's a clear outline of his testicles and his pants. Well, I wouldn't. It's, it's a crotch <laughs> shot. I wouldn't say it's clear. And there's a, clear a line outline. going around. Like there's a lump. I there. think it's the hem. There's a. Lump. I think you're looking at like the, sure. the hem of the pants. But the, that's sure. right when a character says, "Ah, nuts." Yeah. And it's like that has to be on purpose. Like, <laughs> but that, Wait, that, that wasn't. That, that, what episode? Man who yeah. killed Batman. Yeah, that's on purpose. That's brutal. <laughs> we, 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 we didn't. Yeah, there there's a lot of little stuff like that that I'm sure, you know, that, that was like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like Paul, it, either Paul or Bruce, like, you know, yeah. That, that's very that's airplane of you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, because there were things that in in a Justice League episode later on, and I'm not going to say it because you know mm-hmm. it, that doesn't exist yet. No. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking? Oh, about? but I want to know. <laughs> it reminds me that we haven't actually brought up Andrea Romano very much or at all on the podcast yet. We always talk about like the main. The writer, director, the music yeah. composer, and the animation company are like the four things we go over every time. But uh, Andrea Romano is a voice director for like all of these shows oh. and Avatar and like any like good cartoon. She was probably the <laughs> voice director yeah, yeah. for. So, really? Like, yeah. So like that, she's a huge part of like what makes an episode good or you know whatever you want to think of it as. Huge. So. Oh, we yeah, should totally. talk about her. <laughs> I mean, but that's yeah. the thing. She, I'm just going to say, and voice director Andrea Romano yeah. every time. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, and and the thing about her that was extraordinary that it's like it, it's it's like I just thought that she was just innately a genius. You know that she just came <laughs> to work and just kind of like just knew the the script perfectly and knew exactly how to get people to you know <laughs> you know how what how to describe to an actor what the character's motivations were and all this stuff. And it turns out that she would read the script the day before, but then she'd get up at like six in the morning or, or, or four in the morning and go through and read the script carefully, rotate lines, read it again and again and again, and come up with all these notes to take mm. during the, the session. And, and so she would become fully prepared knowing every single character, what everyone's motivation is, any weirdness in the story that confused her that she was trying to like, you know, whatever, so that we'd go to our table reads and all these questions would come out from her about this and this. And she would also be prepared about, you know, and then and then ask, so is this this? And the writer and or Bruce or myself would go, yes, this is this. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you'd, you'd clarify everything at the table read. And and it was like, 
it was extraordinary how incredibly prepared she was. And I just thought she was, oh, she's just a genius. It's like, no, she worked her butt off. Uh, <laughs> yes, she is a genius. Really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. But, but she also really, really, really worked hard at yeah. this. A well-earned so, genius. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing. She she earned every penny of it yeah. because she was like really, really, really good at this. And, that's awesome. You know, they all are good. There are a lot of good people. But she's just, I mean, I, I'm not like the pull away from other voice directors. There are other voice directors that prepare, but I've never experienced anything like Andrea. She mm-hmm. is like, like extraordinary the way she knows this stuff. And she just retired from that job like three, four years ago or something, something like, like that. that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And n- no dissing on anybody sent like who's taken over for her on any projects and stuff. But I, it, you can tell it's not a drop in quality. It's just a different vibe and i can't quite explain it there's just kind of not quite the same synergy between actors or something and it's it's never like anything that makes me dislike the thing like i'm I'm speaking specifically about like dcau projects that have come out since her retirement but yeah uh yeah, there's always just like some little spark is missing that I can't explain. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she's, she's extraordinary. She's absolutely extraordinary. Well, and yeah, the next I've... thing that we talk about is Batman's yes. usefulness in the episode. We, we, <laughs> oh, give that's a, interesting. we give a rating to Batman's usefulness. This cropped up a few episodes into the podcast when we watched It's Never Too Late uh, mm-hmm. because we realized that the plot of the episode would be almost exactly the same if Batman wasn't there. (laughs) So the point of this one is like, if bat basically if Batman had nothing to do with this episode, like how differently would it have played out? So how useful was he to the plot of how things happened? You know, I I think she'd rot in jail. Yeah. She would have gone to jail. (laughs) He was, he was was very useful in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, But we give him a rating out of 10 and it's always kind of based on some sort of, gag that's happened in the podcast or or a uh a notable prop or something that was silly like for instance i think i will give batman eight and a half arbacadarbas out of, <laughs> out of ten <laughs> I, i'm gonna meet you there i was also gonna say eight i'm gonna, I'm gonna give him eight and a half eight point yeah, five same here um <laughs> Uh, boa constrictors in a top hat out of 10. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> With the top hat collapsible. Yeah. Also. Dan, you want to you wanna give us a Batman's usefulness rating? Uh, I, boy. Um, uh, oh, gosh. No, no. Come on. You can, you can, you can take a minute. Yeah, we'll, we, we can, we can give you time. Sure, sure. We do this every once in a while too, where it's like, hold on, give me a minute. I need to think of an object <laughs> in will, the show. James will edit out the. Oh, I, I know. I, uh, uh, eight out of ten guys falling out of airplanes into, into the, water the water and <laughs> and and obviously surviving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that has definitely been a thing in, that we've a running gag on the podcast because yeah, thousands been, of feet. Yeah. Thousands yeah. of feet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe hundreds, but, but you know, it's like. <laughs> You know, but it's okay because it's water. It's yeah. Water. Oh, yeah. It's water. always water. It's yeah. water soft. We drink it all water the time. Is, it's fine. Drink. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody's falling off a tall thing. We're always like, where did it here? Where's it the water? Like, Where's the water? Shot of the water. Yeah. What, it, I'm trying to think. Is it? Is it fire from, I don't know, whatever. Something, something. Is there an episode 
coming up that, that where somebody falls into a swimming pool or that already happened? That, that was in Feet of Clay, yeah. Feet of Clay, fall, yeah. And Batman, oh, yeah. Batman has the guy's That's car it. skewered it. by the Batwing, and yeah. then the guy falls out of the car in motion, like... The, yeah. They'd been going. There's perpetual motion, and he's falling, and he somehow lands perfectly in this guy's like outdoor pool yeah. <laughs> on top of a building. Yeah, Batman knew that was going to happen. He'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, you, I would have cut the Batman going, "Dang that pool!" That guy was going to explode. That wasn't supposed to. Lucky guy. That wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the last thing before we do our our placement or not on our on our top ten lists, yeah, is uh, I'm not going to explain this segment at all to you, Dan. I just want you to give me an answer, okay? Is this episode books or hip hop? <laughs> Welcome to the world. Yeah, Dan. This is the podcast. <laughs> books. All right. <laughs> okay, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. We don't know what it means either. We've just been doing it every episode. Yeah. It's a literally meaningless uh, measurement that we apply okay. to each episode. Yeah. But it's been interesting because yeah. there's been like in the uh, on the YouTube, uh, the Pod Tower on the YouTube. Um, there's been listeners kind of like making this canon of like, oh, if it's if it's more of a books episode, it's like if it's like this. If it's more of a hip hop right. episode, it, it meets this They're criteria. They're trying to put meaning sure. to it, but there is yeah. no There's never been yet. meaning, but it's well, it's cool. It, it makes innately, us think yeah. innately what I would think is that hip hop it deals with 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 more rhythmic uh, it's words still like like a book, but it has more to do with 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 structure, rhythmic <laughs> aspects of it. If it's is it snappy, is it is it clicking? Uh -huh. And for me it's like not so much. So it's, it's more like it's more like it's the ideas, it's the concepts, it's it's the characters, it's the story that kind of like it, it innately works on yeah. a certain level, but it's more like well, it's, I know, love this. This yeah. is great. This is so great. <laughs> that's how I feel. Like that's how I interpret that. Yeah, it's, awesome. It's, like, is it, is, However it, you it, interpret it, it is correct, yeah. by yeah. the way. Yeah, because yeah, 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 it, it's just whatever absolutely. it feels more like because to you. Yeah. I would think like like. Uh, the, the the man who killed Batman or 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 Jokerfish would be more hip hop for me because it's it's like it's it snaps it's crisp the timing is like it's, it it kind of like everything is kind of flowing really strong and and it's you know yeah, it has uh, a even, good even with that weird piano score you know it yeah. has music it has nothing to do with music it has to do with yeah. with, with, with the show itself you know uh, and and we wanted to like specify whenever we started doing this of Book doesn't mean bad. It just means book. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And hip hop doesn't exactly. mean good. It just, it just means, means hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad no, you no, understand. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You get it. You get it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Now, Brian, do you yeah. put this on your top ten? We've been creating a top ten as we go, so things will get kicked off or sure. added on or whatever. Uh, by the end of everything, we'll have our top ten individual DCAU episode lists. But our, we've we've set rules for ourselves that like, if if like we get what was it like a maximum of like five shuffles or something. Yeah. So if, if we find right, ourselves right, right, in a situation where I really want to put this one on the list, but I don't want to knock this one off, you can shuffle right. it around. But we've only given ourselves that many shuffles, so, so we have to be very careful mm -hmm. because we can never rearrange it or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I don't. Does this fall on your list, Brian? I there's a lot I like about this episode. <laughs> Dan's already shaking Again, his head. No, 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 no. I really, as as no. like a long time like 
like I've always been a huge since I was a kid I've always been a fan of James Bond stuff so this like actually really strikes a chord yeah. with me um I I don't think it has all the elements that like really grab me in, yeah. in the storylines that really grab me so giving an honorable mention not gonna put it on the top 10 bingo bingo same here I, well I was gonna say actually so I'm not putting it on my top 10 either I don't think we're gonna put it on the bottom 10 which oh, we've God, reserved no. for no, the, no, the no, worst no, episode no. But, but, but it's 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 but it's not even like 12 or yeah. 13 it's 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 like you know somewhere maybe top 20 you know oh maybe, I would definitely I would maybe, absolutely you know. put it top 20 and we I'm yeah. like I'm episode 50 in it yeah. is absolutely top 20. Yeah. I honestly say, like, if we had a top 15, I think it would be on there. Hmm. Okay. okay. Well, so the funny part about this to me, Dan, is that we've had two guests on prior to you, and mm -hmm. because default, this would go on their top 10 list, I have to put Zatanna on your top 10 list because <laughs> that's all you have so far. So oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry about oh, this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like... Would you no like show, no other show exists yet? Yeah. So, Would you? Yeah, we yeah. can we can give you this one this right. one bit of um, the caveat. Yeah. Well, what? Uh, not what I'm. What's the word? I like this one bit of levity. Would you like to assign it a number on your top ten? Because <laughs> if you don't like it, you could put it on. Even though you'd only have one, you could still put it at number ten if you'd like. Oh, absolutely. It's, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have nowhere else to go but up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like how th this was such like a coincidental like episode fifty. Dan Reba directed first like big guest star, blah blah blah, and then you're just like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> I don't like. You no, know, and I tell you why. I thank you. This is a really good thing for me because I get to see it through other eyes, and I also get to, to take off my my director goggles mm -hmm. and and actually like like see it from you know. Am I being too nitpicky about the the plane stuff? Because I mean, <laughs> no, never. I can't imagine watching that show and not being annoyed by people walking around on that wing and not feeling somehow. Like, but until you mentioned, are, are, are the people who did this idiots? Do they know, <laughs> know how, how science works? And like, yeah, we kind of do, but I, I, we were stuck. This was the story. It's not a. It's not a blimp. <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to quote James here because when I also get way too much in like because there's episodes where I'm like dissecting the physics of things. Yeah, and. Jay, like I'll get like really caught up and I'm getting really fired up and he's like so it's a cartoon <laughs> at the end of the day it's a cartoon yes you know we, we kind of like how oh, we pride ourselves we're making cinema here these are movies these are little movies and yeah. you know, some, of them, some of them are just cartoons and it's okay you know, it's like well, cartoons aren't bad I mean I'm always going to be somewhere in the middle of that because Yes, it's just cartoons. At the same time, I'm hyper-analyzing every pixel of them on a weekly basis. <laughs> so it, it, yes. there's no, there's no. It's just cartoons for me. I don't get to say that, but I, but I do say it to you often. Yeah. Well, it's mostly like when it comes down to like things that even if they were real would be new inventions like the Batmobile we're mad about all the things that are not real mechanical objects in the mechanic. And yet, this is a vehicle that does not exist. Or right. like the Joker toxin. Right, right, right. Oh, the, but the Joker toxin shouldn't have affected the cat in the Laughing Fish. It was just fish affecting. It's also made up. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't know right, how right, it works. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so that's that's where my I'm standing somewhere on the fence with that <laughs> sort of stuff. Right, but yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah I, I get it. I get what you're saying, and. Yeah. Um, 
I hope that this conversation is also kind of just maybe giving you a little bit more of a soft spot for it. You know, yeah, it's certainly... no, it has. It has actually. So I thank you. I thank you. I'm so glad <laughs> I did this. Awesome. I always think, oh, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of like put it out of my mind because I do know people like it. And so I don't want to like badmouth it too much for people. Oh, sure. You know, and, and, um, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and I kind of forget about the things that bother me about it until I watched it again. I was like, oh, well, I'm glad that you did because <laughs> I, I remember saying like, I don't, you might watch it again if you want. I mean, you were there and then you watched it again. Like, oh yeah, I'm glad that I did because now I can talk about these things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, as I really like push things out of my head and then I, but, but again, it's like. There's so many little animation things that I would, you know, those weird cross-eyed burst points. Yeah. That, and, I and love that shot, too, where he's, like, clapping as the camera's yeah. zooming in Oh, my on gosh. Him. Has he? It's has... the same, like, two frames over and no, over. But, 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 but he's clapping like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like this Herman Monster clap. <laughs> and, and, and his hands don't even connect. It's like, Alfred's doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, Alfred's yeah. got it, but, but it's like, but, but Bruce is like, I forgot. I never clap? learned how to clap in Japan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my training didn't prepare me for this. Yeah. You know what's funny? It's like it's like he's a Boy Scout and he's getting merit badges on his way to like yeah. you know, instead of Eagle Scout, it's like superhero. The last badge is like yeah. you know what, what what shall I become? Oh, a bat! You know he comes in. Yeah. Oh, that's the badge. Yeah. You know, I'll just wear it on my chest. <laughs> Oh, merit badge! The Batman merit badge—he just wears it all the time. Wait, that's kind of cool, actually. I like that. Just I like e- that. His eagle badge. Yeah. <laughs> An eagle came through the window. And he was this close to being Eagle Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we 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 did a video on how old Batman is, and we're basing that on uh, his his official biography for the new Batman Adventures. Says that he leaves. Gotham at age 18 to go travel the world and and learn all this stuff. And then in the various flashbacks that we haven't gotten to, uh, we learn that it, he's in now in year 10 of being Batman. Yes. Yes. And so there was a handful of other math in there that led us to believe that Batman was like only gone for like two years to learn all of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. we're, and, and, and uh, occasionally I'll think of that and be like, that's not enough time. But then in, in, in this episode, he's like, you walked up to my doorstep three months ago and, and now you're leaving for Japan already. I'm like, yeah, that adds up. Cause he has no time. He has, he has to learn everything now. <laughs> right, right, right. But that yeah, also means that he was it. learning before he left. I guess yeah. that's what I was about to say. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, there, there's a libraries, you know, there are books he can, he yeah. can do the stuff and he has a big mansion to, to practice all his martial arts. <laughs> right. And himself. I'm sure he's not and, just not going to school and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Homeschooled, yeah, Alfred. Who knows, yeah, you know? Alfred it's, knows everything. It's got a, it's got a GED. New yes. video. Did Batman go to school? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you say new episode. Batman goes to school. <laughs> Batman goes to school. <laughs> I, I, I don't. That is interesting. <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm figuring maybe, maybe not. He's, or, you know, you think of maybe like he went to some prep school because he's, you know, he's, yeah. you know, this, this rich orphan kid that they yeah. just kind of like, well, we got to make sure that he's, you know, so he's, he went off to a boarding school for the first few years after the tragedy. Um, right. Or, or, or he homeschooled with Alfred. I mean, it's like, they're really, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's really, I don't know, I don't, 
I don't see him. That's where to, he like, learned all his culinary uh-huh. skills. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred yeah. and the Wayne Manor. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's. I'm glad I asked that question. Now <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be stuck on that for a while. I know. I know. Um, before we end the episode, yes. we have to do a little cut here in the middle where we go to the future, and we read emails from people and Pod Tower comments and, and voice, uh, messages. voice messages and all sorts of stuff. And here we go. We drop. No, we don't actually. Uh, this is James from the future again. This episode is really long uh, because we talked to Dan Reba for maybe another half an hour, 45 minutes longer than this actual episode. I cut a decent amount out. Uh, some of it was because he was showing us lots of cool pictures and stuff, but you can't see those, so it didn't really make any sense to keep them. So uh, the mail section, uh, we're not doing that this week because it's, it's so long. It would just be an exhausting episode. I, I hope you understand. I'm so sorry. Thank you to everyone who sent in mail, though. We'll do double mail next time, so just don't worry about it. I'm it's it'll be okay. We'll all get through this together. It'll be great. Yeah? Okay, stay yappy out there. It's a cold one. And now we're back from the future. Here we are with Dan okay. Reba. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Smoothest transition you've ever heard. Next week's episode, I say the title of the next episode and Brian tries to guess what it is, what it's about. It doesn't usually work out well for me. Sometimes, yeah. often, I guess I th- Batman's origin story it hasn't See, really worked out for me. I think you can get this one. Okay. The episode is called Robin's Reckoning. Batman's origin story. Nah, he's so close. Ah, <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> yeah, you almost had Robin's it. Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Does something happen to Robin before? Do we I, know about I, this? I just said you were close. Robin's origin story. There you go. Hey, For real? Yeah. That's too easy. Give me a harder one. Okay. Robin's reckoning part two. Oh. That- can I can I, I actually have uh some frames of film from that. Oh. Uh that that were cut on the editing floor, and I can't tell you what because you're you you haven't seen it yet. I mean, as a film well, photographer, I mean, because, I'm stoked yeah. on this sort of thing. When I when I got saddled with this responsibility when dick left <laughs> uh-huh. it was like boom here's a storyboard that's incomplete on your desk here's some layouts that you have to look at for for everything uh, that was the, on his desk yeah. <laughs> right so there was like there's layouts from uh um the what is reality mm-hmm. there is this board here oh and by the way you get to do the first pass of the editing on on robin's reckoning oh. and and i'm like this was quite a thing for for Bruce to trust me with because you know I, I as far as he knows I hadn't done this before which I had I, I actually did a whole season of, of Alf and <laughs> and uh, Super Mario Brothers and 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 other stuff that I'd I'd sat in editing rooms and and, and cut shows with editors with you know before yeah so so that that was my first uh, my first like foray into editing was Robin's Reckoning even though. I didn't touch the show. It wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I had nothing to do with the board. I had nothing to do with the layout. I had nothing to do with nothing except that I got to like, hee hee hee, cut it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have final say. <laughs> You're like, oh, I like this little cell. I'm going to keep this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so seriously, not, you know, frames, you know, you, you snip stuff out and it's like, yeah, this scene should be shorter. This guy, and, and you're like, stuff is like falling on the floor. And I'm like, yeah. Like the literally, yes, yeah, yeah. literally cutting room floor, and and I, you know, and you know, for the most part, you know, there's a frame here, whatever. There's nothing consequential, but a it was my first show that editing, so I kind of wanted a, a piece of it, and and um, 
So, yeah. Uh, we're going to close out the episode. Thank right. you so much for being on here, Dan. Uh, I, we hope to have you back in the future, especially I, I'm almost mad that you are technically involved with Robin's Reckoning because it's, I'll just spoil it. It's a much better episode than the one we just watched. And I, I feel like that I was like, oh, no, I can't bring Dan on for this one. He's not credited on a thing. And now you're like, Doesn't I matter. edited the episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess, yeah, it no, never no. really matters. I but. mean, I, I tell you, yeah, again, he gave you a much better episode i'll actually tell you a little bit more without spoiling anything sure uh we were in the editing room watching it for the very first time it was just like bruce me and a few yeah. other people like we're watching it and i i, I tear yeah. I, I sniff sniff and and bruce and i you know bruce i i see him kind of like sobbing you know and he's got like like misty eyed <laughs> And we were both we were both like weeping like babies. Yep. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it's going to be an interesting without one. music, <laughs> without anything completely raw. It hadn't been edited yet. It's just like the raw footage, and we were we were like very moved by the episode. Yeah. Wow, so, I look forward to this. Yes, you should. So, <laughs> yeah, so uh, not, another not spoiler: the Robin VHS tape. Is this one of the this one of the ones? Was, the two, it's a two part episode, so yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah. Robin's Reckoning Part One and Two is the Robin VHS tape. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> noted. But um, yeah, so. uh, I'll say my last little spiel here. If you want to reach out to us, like the fire hand at the end of the Cat in the Claw Part Two, you can email us at podcast at watchtowerdatabase.com. That's in reference to terrible ACOM animation. <laughs> uh, you can send. You can also send one single voice message. <laughs> And that's it to anchor.fm slash batwagon. Leave us a comment on today's episode on the Pod Tower YouTube channel and subscribe for new DCAU podcasts every week. New episodes of this podcast are out every Friday on the Pod Tower YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast feed and watchtowerdatabase.com. I have now said all of the things, Yay. and it's time to end the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Again, I really do Thank hope you. we can bring you, you on for something else in yeah. the future. I'm sure no, we will. No, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun. I, I, I did do more of these. I, I, <laughs> yeah. You're the only director. Uh, one, or, one or two, right? Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Batman shirt. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually have the fruit shirt, but I don't like to wear it because it's getting faded. Like the, the eyes aren't, aren't as shiny. Metal. You know, they, they have like a silver thing and they're fading through time. So oh, yeah. I, I, that's so cool. We should get a, a jump on the Batwagon crew shirt. It's just your name and my name. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Reba. And Dan Reba. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that, because that, I try my best with the podcast to clue Brian into like, you know, around this time, this kind of thing was happening behind the scenes of the show, mm -hmm. and that's why maybe this thing was happening or whatever. But, like, I feel like you've sort of broken the seal now of, like, Brian's understanding of, like, yeah. the world at large <laughs> during the yeah, production yeah. of Batman the Animated Series. And so I'll, I, I feel less like I'm... I, I gotta make sure Brian knows all the things whenever we're talking, and more, and it'll be more, like... You know, you talk about this stuff with me and Ted and Maddie all the time uh, when we're yeah. chatting about the shows. But whenever just having just newbie Brian over here sure. being like and getting to the same kind of Dan Reba experiences was nice, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. This has been awesome. And I, I love the behind the scenes cool. stuff. It's been it's been great. It's been great getting to chat with you. And thanks for coming to hang out. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so, uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, welcome. We're, okay. I'm just gonna stop hit. I'm just gonna stop recording. Goodbye, listener. Bye, okay. everyone. Okay.
John. I hate goodbyes too. Love, Sana. P.S. Don't forget to write. Thank you.